With the season opener just a few days away, it's time to look at some positional matchups in this Northwestern Nebraska season opener. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern. I'm your host, Carter Bird. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us and you can listen for totally free. I'd also like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So today we're going to talk about these positional matchups in the season opener against Nebraska that I think really stick out as as turning points in this season opener. And we're going to start with the Nebraska wide receivers versus the Northwestern DBs. And right off the bat, when you look, talk about this Northwestern DBs unit, you have to talk about the experience. And you start with a guy like Cam Mitchell, Jr., corner, uh, six foot, 195 pounds, out of Bolingbrook, Illinois, was a 2021 All Big Ten Honorable Mention uh, nominee by the coaches, a preseason uh, 2021 second team All Big Ten as well. And this season, he is a pro football focused preseason second team All Big Ten. In 2020, in his first bit of uh, extended action at Northwestern, he had 18 tackles, one forced fumble, half a tackle for a loss, half a sack, one interception, and four passes defended. Last year, he built on those numbers 43 tackles, five passes defended, one fumble recovery, and a forced fumble. He's unquestionably the the leader of this DB's room for Northwestern. He was with the, one of the three reps at Big Ten Media Days, and he's somebody who has continued to garner praise from Coach Fitz all fall, all fall camp, and really is going to be a key player. I think Fitz even went as far as calling him the next high-round draft pick DB out of Northwestern. They've, they've had a couple here recently that are going to to either have been high draft picks like Greg Newsom, or you and you, then you have Brandon Joseph, who's obviously now at Notre Dame, but was an All-American caliber guy at Northwestern. Lined up opposite him is A.J. Hampton Jr., a senior, 5'11", 180 pounds, out of Warren, Arkansas. 2021 All-Big Ten honorable mention by the coaches and the media. Uh, was second in the Big Ten with 13 passes defended last year and tied for second with two fumble recoveries. He is also, or he was a 2021 preseason uh, PFF All-Big Ten third-team nod. And in 2019 was when we really saw him first make his impact. 15 tackles, one interception, two passes defended. 2020, he just got better. 26 tackles, one interception, six passes defended, and two tackles for a loss. Then last year, you saw that impact just continue to grow as he has gotten better every year. 40 tackles, one tackle for a loss, 13 passes defended, one fumble recovery, and a fumble return for a touchdown. At safety, you have Coco Azima, the last of the three returning starters, a junior, 5'11", 185 pounds, out of Cypress, Texas. Guy who plays a lot bigger than his size, 
really physical player at that safety position. He's a 2022 Pro Football Focus preseason All Big Ten honorable mention nod going into this year. Last year had 56 tackles, three tackles for a loss, three passes defended, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. So really, what Northwestern is going to focus on this year is finding that second safety, and then they also added a, a transfer that I think will will be very vital, especially in this first game. At that second safety spot, it's a battle between Jaheim Joseph, Jr., 5'10", 190 pounds, out of Miami Gardens, Florida. Last year, over the past two seasons, has only registered five tackles, but it's somebody who stepped up this spring. And then Rod Hurd II, a junior, 5'11", 185 pounds, out of Farmington, Michigan. Last season, he had 22 tackles, three tackles for a loss, a pass defended, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. He's likely going to be the first guy that you see out there uh, in that safety role for, for Northwestern in this opener in Dublin. And I think that, that there's a lot of experience between Hurd, Hampton, Azima, and Mitchell that I think is going to be important. And then also in that room, you add a Duke transfer and Jeremiah Lewis, a, a senior, 6'1", 190 pounds out of Louisville, Texas. In 2020, he had 46 tackles, three and a half tackles for a loss, two interceptions and 12 passes defended. Last year, 30 tackles, two interceptions and two passes defended. So you have a lot of experience, a lot of returning production. And when you hear, when you hear, Cam Mitchell talk about when you'd heard him talk about his DB's room at, at Big Ten Media Days, he expects them to take a step forward. Coach Fitz, when he talked about the DBs, he's really encouraged. I think that this group will be kind of the leading position group for this Northwestern defense. Last year, they they handled themselves pretty well in the passing game, and I expect them to continue to take that step forward now that they they have they have been three of them are back. They have more experience, have been through a spring. And you keep you keep hearing about this is the first time in two years that Northwestern has been able to get into their own building completely, get in the meeting rooms together, get in the um, position group meeting rooms, get in the weight room, really utilize their facilities and I think that's something that's that's kind of being slept on with the, with this Northwestern team, and we'll continue to talk about it with these position matchups. But the Nebraska receivers that they're going to go up against, the leader of the group is going to be Omar Manning, senior, 6'4", 225 pounds, out of Lancaster, Texas. He's big, and he is primed for a breakout year. He, he started his career at TCU and then went to Kilgore College for junior college. And last season... He had 26 receptions for 380 yards and two touchdowns, which which leads this group of returners. And I think that he is going to be the player that Nebraska has to rely on to re- replace the production that they lost a year ago that left for that receiving room in the in the NFL. Um, and then they also went out and brought in some other pieces like Trey Palmer, the LSU transfer, a junior, six foot one, 190 pounds out of Kentwood, Louisiana. He is the epitome of explosive, and he is everything you want in somebody who can make game-changing, game-wrecking plays. He's deadly in the return game, and that's where you'll you will undoubtedly see him make an impact in this game in Dublin. 
In 2020 at LSU, he had 10 receptions for 108 yards. And then last year, 30 receptions, 344 yards, and three touchdowns. Joining him in the starting rotation, or at least projected to be, is Marcus Washington, a junior, 6'2", 190 pounds, out of St. Louis, Missouri. Another transfer. So Nebraska, much like all over their, their roster, they addressed a need. They, they didn't quite have the returning production that you would like to have in the receiving room, and they went out and grabbed transfers to fill those voids. And Marcus Washington at Texas in 2020, four receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. 2021, 18 receptions, 277 yards, and two touchdowns. So not a ton of production, but at least he's been out there at the Power 5 level, and he's shown that that he can be a serviceable player, and he's probably the leader in the clubhouse for that third starting receiver spot. Backing this group up, you have Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, six foot, 185 pounds, junior out of 29 Palms, California. He's a New Mexico State transfer in, in this season as well. So again, transfers all over this roster. He's not going to be one of the ones that's projected to start because I believe 10 of the 15 uh, Nebraska transfers, including the quarterback, and two of these receivers are currently battling it out for a starting role uh well at new mexico state last year he had 37 receptions for 578 yards and four touchdowns so he's taking a step up in weight class in college football from from the g5 to the power five and that and it'll be interesting to see how how much he can carry that production of 578 yards and four touchdowns over to this Nebraska team that that we're really kind of getting a, we're in a feeling out process for what this unit this offense is going to look like with a new offensive coordinator with Scott Frost there who's already an offensive guy and a new quarterback in Casey Thompson. Next up, you have Alante Brown, a sophomore, 5'11", 190 pounds, out of Chicago, Illinois. So far in his career in 2020 and 2021, he combined for six receptions for 71 yards. I think I think he's somebody who you'll see out there on the field, but I think he's a little bit farther back there in terms of people who will make a definite impact in this game. Next up, Oliver Martin, a senior, six foot one, two hundred pounds out of Coralville, Iowa. Uh, he in 2021, he had 10 receptions, 170 yards and a touchdown. And he is battling out in for that number two spot uh, at his position with Victor Jones Jr., a freshman, six foot one, 195 pounds, out of Orlando, Florida, a three-star in this 2022 class, number 691 player in the country, number 97 wide receiver, and number 96 player in the state of Florida. Was a track guy in high school, so maybe maybe he's somebody to keep an eye on as they as this Nebraska team tries to create explosive plays in the passing game. Either way, I, I really like the way that this this Northwestern DBs group matches up with this Nebraska receivers group. There's a lot of experience. I expect with the way that you hear the leadership being talked about, the focus, the, the discipline of this Northwestern team, I think that this Northwestern DBs group has a great opportunity to make it hard on a, on a Nebraska receivers group that has not had anybody really take over a number one receiving role in their career. And I think it'll be a unique challenge 
for this Nebraska receivers group against a very experienced Northwestern secondary. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. So now, now that we've talked about this, this Nebraska receivers group going up against this Northwestern DBs group, let's move to the trenches a little bit. And let's talk about this Northwestern offensive line going against this Nebraska defensive line and edge group. Uh Right off the bat, you cannot talk about this Northwestern offensive line group without talking about the left tackle. And that is Peter Skaronsky, a junior left tackle, 6'4", 315 pounds out of Park Ridge, Illinois. He is a 2020 All-Big Ten second team member. He was also the 2020 true freshman All-American at left tackle. And he was also 2021 All-Big Ten first team by the coaches and second team by the media. He's a member of the 2022 Pro Football Focus preseason All-Big Ten first team. And Pro Football Focus actually projects him as the number 14 pick in this 2023 NFL draft this next year. He is a 2022 ESPN preseason All-American on the first team. And he is also an AP preseason first team All-American. He has 21 career starts and he's somebody that I think you we will talk about this, this edge group for for um, Nebraska, you have O'Shawn Mathis, who who is a threat, un, like undoubtedly. But I think Skaronsky and his fellow tackle that we're going to talk about right here, Ethan White Wiedeker, a grad student, six foot five, two hundred ninety five pounds, out of Waiting Rock, New York. The two of them have the returning experience and the skill set to keep a guy like O'Shawn Mathis at bay, and we'll talk about Mathis here in a, in a second. But Wiedeker has 25 career starts in 41 career games. So plenty of experience out out on the edge at tackle. And I think that these two can really help 
bring this offensive line along together with their experience. And at Big Ten Media Days, Peter Skaronsky, he he spoke on Wiedeker being somebody that's that's overlooked, that's that's better than he gets credit for. And so I think that another year on this Northwestern offensive line with the experience there, that's a great start, a great building block for this Northwestern offense as they get ready to kick off this season. At left guard, you have Josh Preeb, six foot five, 308 pounds out of Niles, Michigan. He has nine career starts in 17 career games. He's the guy who's slotted in there at left guard. Again, somebody with starting experience, I think that's key. This Northwestern roster has plenty of starting experience up and down the uh, up and down the offensive line room. And next up, you have Conrad Rowley, senior, 6'4", 308 pounds of Independence, Missouri. Guy with two starts in eight career games, but he seems to be pretty firmly um, slotted in at that right guard position and is in a really good spot. Has that has that experience to his right and then to his left. He has Charlie Schmidt, the senior center, six foot four, three hundred eight pounds, at a Liberty, Libertyville, Indiana. Eleven starts in twenty eight career games. So. What's big for a guy like Conrad Rowley is he has experience to his left and he has experience to his right. And I think that's key to when you have a guy that had he has starting experience. He has a couple starts, but he has he has experience to like experienced guys next to him to help make sure he's there on the same page. You have an experienced center, somebody who's been in this program for a while going into his senior year. I think that. The starting unit here is a strong unit that can take a good step forward this season, and it starts in this opener. Also on this uh, offensive line, backing up these guys, you have Ben Rather Jr., six foot six, three hundred ten pounds, out of Powell, Ohio. He has two starts in nineteen career games, so just another guy with a little little bit of starting experience on the depth chart. And then the interesting piece, the reason why. I feel strongly that this offensive line is in a really good place because the versatility of this next guy, Vincent Picazzi, a grad transfer, six foot four, 310 pounds out of Collegeville, Pennsylvania. He is, he was a 2021 pro football focused preseason, all mountain West second team member. He is a Colorado state transfer by way of temple. So he started out his career at temple transferred to Colorado state and has now grad transferred to Northwestern. He is a 2020 Phil Steele fourth team all AAC member, and he had 34 career starts in 38 games at Temple. He had three starts in four games at Colorado State, so that's 37 total starts in 42 games. What's key about Picazzi is Picazzi has played every position on the offensive line except for right tackle, and I mean, he can probably play that too. He just hasn't had to at this point in his career. So if somebody gets go, gets hurt, if somebody isn't up to the task, you have a piece that you can plug in that has, what, 37 FBS starts? I mean, that's nothing to sleep on. And I think that that, that allows this, this Northwestern offensive line some flexibility going into the opener on Saturday when they take on this Nebraska D-line that we're going to dive into right now. First up at D-tackle, your starter is Nash Huttmacher, sophomore, six foot four, 330 pounds out of Oakoma, South Dakota. He has no career stats. So that's, that's going to be the story of this Nebraska defensive line. 
is that they've lost a lot and there's not a lot of returning production, especially up the middle. They're big, but they have not proved it to you in game. Next up at defensive end, the starter is Ty Robinson, the sophomore, six foot six, 310 pounds out of Gilbert, Arizona. In 2020, he had 17 tackles, two tackles for a loss. And in 2021, he had 27 tackles, four tackles for a loss and two sacks. So he does have some some production at that defensive end spot. But the the two career sacks in his action to this point, um, not sure how much of a true pass rush threat he's going to be, uh, especially at 310 pounds, kind of coming off the edge and bending the edge is probably a little bit of a struggle for him. Next up is the guy to keep an eye on. If the if the Northwestern tackles can keep this guy in line, I really like the way Northwestern's offensive line stacks up. And that is O'Shawn Mathis, the junior edge, uh, six foot five, two hundred sixty pounds, out of Manor, Texas. The TCU transfer. He's a second team All Big All Big Twelve member in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. And he was a twenty twenty Big Twelve Defensive Lineman of the Year honorable mention uh, honoree. But he's somebody who has had a lot of production in his career. In 2019, in his first extensive action, he had 40 tackles, nine tackles for a loss, and two and a half sacks. Then in 2020, he had 46 tackles, 14 tackles for a loss, nine sacks, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. So his production really spiked in that 2020 season, uh, the pandemic season. And then 2021, 45 tackles, seven tackles for a loss, and four sacks. So the production dipped a little last year, but now he's he's in a new place. He's in the Big Ten, and he is somebody that's Nebraska has to rely on him to get to the quarterback because the the raw production is not there from the other guys on the defensive line. Backing this group up, you have Devin Drew Jr., six foot two, two hundred eighty pounds, out of Kansas City, Missouri, Texas Tech transfer. In 2020, he had 21 tackles and a half tackle for loss at Texas Tech. The following year at Texas Tech, he had 34 tackles and a fumble recovery. You know, not a lot of production in terms of getting in the backfield, tackles for a loss, and sacks. Not clearly does not have that production rushing the quarterback. And that's kind of the story for these guys that are not named O'Shawn Matthews. Next up, you have Jalen Weaver, redshirt freshman, six foot eight. 345 pounds out of Antioch, California. You know, one tackle so far in his career, that's it on the production. Enormous human being. Uh, and when you're that big, you kind of have to wonder, what's the pad level going to be like? What's the, can can these Northwestern offensive linemen that are a good bit smaller than him, can they get under his pads and move him for these really talented North, Northwestern running backs and this Northwestern running back room that is very, very strong. Next up, you have Stefan Wynn Jr., a junior, six foot three, 305 pounds out at defensive end out of Anderson, South Carolina. 16 tackles in 21 games at Alabama. So he's the Alabama transfer, has was uh, spent four years at Alabama and is now at Nebraska. But again, that's 16 tackles over four years, over 21 games. The production behind, other than Huttmacher, and O'Shawn Mathis and Devin Drew, your backup defensive end, who really doesn't have good pass rush stats. There's not a lot of production here. If you if this Northwestern offensive line can control O'Shawn Matthews, if they can give Ryan Helinski 
or Brendan Sullivan, whichever quarterback starts this game on Saturday, they can give them time. This Northwestern offense can move the ball a little bit. They can run the ball for sure. And if they have time to throw the ball, I think that's that's where you're going to see a really interesting impact. And that's what we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about these Northwestern receivers going against these Nebraska DBs. Thanks again for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. The ultimate college football preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so here we go. Final group we're going to look at today, the Northwestern wide receivers going against the Nebraska DBs. And starting off with the on the Northwestern side of things, the leader of this receiving group is Malik Washington, senior, 5'9", 192 pounds out of Lawrenceville, Georgia, led the team in receiving last year, uh, is a 2022 Pro Football Focus preseason All-Big Ten Honorable Mention nominee, and last year, in his first extensive action, he had 44 receptions for 578 yards and two touchdowns. So right off the bat, when you're comparing resumes, in the Big Ten at least, or, or the SEC with Trey Palmer, Northwestern returns the receiver with the most production. I mean, they, they also, uh, Nebraska has, has Garcia Castaneda, and he, he has a good amount of production, but it's at New Mexico State. It's not at the P5 level. It's not in the Big Ten Lined up opposite him, the other starter is going to be Bryce Kurtz, a senior six-foot guy out of Brownsburg, Indiana. Missed the back half of 2021 with an injury, but early in the year, he had 19 receptions for 203 yards. He's somebody that is prime for this breakout year. If he can just stay healthy coming off this injury, Northwestern fans and the Northwestern coaches, I believe, expect a lot from him this year. So then the question is, okay, what what other pieces are there around those two in the passing game? And there's not a lot of production, but there are some guys to keep an eye on. And the first being Ray Nairo, a senior, five foot ten guy out of Barrington, Illinois, star special teams player. Uh, Fitz called him the best special teams player in the Big Ten. He's going to be the guy out there wearing the Wildcat jersey, the number one jersey. The, he, he will have that honor for Northwestern, a former walk-on. In 2020 and 2021, he totaled five total receptions for 32 yards. So the production is not there. But for the first time in his career, he's really going to have an opportunity to step into a legitimate role in this receiving core. And it'll be interesting to see if he can immediately step in and be that guy. Next up, you have Jacob Gill, sophomore, six foot, 190 pounds out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Last year, eight receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Next up, you have Donnie Navarro, 5'11, 185 pounds, an Illinois transfer on this Northwestern team, a guy out of Naperville, Illinois. Uh, he's, he's had solid production at Illinois. Uh, in 2019, he had 27 receptions for 345 yards, two touchdowns. Last, uh, in 2020, he had just eight receptions for 88 yards. He also, before that, he was at Valparaiso, 
where he had 32 receptions for 539 yards and five touchdowns. So he's somebody who has a decent amount of experience. He was a really good player at Valparaiso, took a step up in competition, had good numbers his first year at Illinois, or really his second year at at Illinois, because I think he redshirted that 2018 year, uh, but saw his role kind of diminish. But it's somebody who who can step in in this in this next year. And uh, last year he at Illinois he had 17 receptions for 167 yards, but now he can step into this Northwestern wide receivers room and bring experience that is much needed. Next up, you have Jensen Hooper Price, a junior, six foot five, two hundred fifteen pounds, out of Houston, Texas. So far in his career last year, just a pair of receptions for fifteen yards. But right off the bat, you see he's something that you don't have in this receivers room, and that's enormous size at six foot five. And next up, you got another guy who's got pretty good size, Wayne Dennis Jr., a junior, six foot three, two hundred pounds, out of Tampa, Florida. So far in his career, he has four receptions and over two seasons for forty-two yards. So not a lot of production out of those two guys, but they do have size at six foot three and six foot five. They can they can definitely carve out a role in this offense and can make an impact as early as Saturday. Then you also have the tight ends group, which which I think is going to be an interesting duo for this Northwestern team. You have Marshall Lang, junior, six foot four, two hundred thirty-five pounds, out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Eleven receptions for sixty-eight yards and three touchdowns last year. So he's a red zone threat for sure. He made that impact last year over a quarter over a quarter of his receptions going for touchdowns. You also have Charlie Mangieri, a grad student, six foot four, two hundred fifty pounds, out of Peoria, Illinois. In 2019, five receptions, 21 yards. 2027 receptions, 53 yards, and a pair of touchdowns. And then last year, nine receptions for 68 yards. These two guys, you get, you get last year 20, 20 receptions for a little over 100 yards and three touchdowns. I think that as you get into the red zone, this these Northwestern um, tight ends can have an impact, uh, especially with their size. With guys like Jensen Hooper Price and Wayne Dennis Jr., all four of those guys have good size and can be red zone threats to go up and get balls against this Nebraska DBs group that we're going to talk about now. Leading this group, you have Quentin Newsom, a junior, six foot one, 180 pounds out of Sewanee, Georgia, by far the best returning player on this unit. I believe they lose three starters from last season. Last year, Newsom had 57 tackles, two tackles for a loss, one sack, and four passes defended. At safety, you have Miles Farmer, a sophomore, six foot three, 200 pounds, out of Atlanta, Georgia. Last year, had 30 tackles, half a tackle for a loss, one interception, and one fumble recovery. Really, after you get outside that group, not a lot of returning production, and, that, and that's kind of the story with this Nebraska team. In some big spots, they don't return a lot of production, and that's it's going to be something to certainly keep an eye on as the, this game progresses. Starting at nickel, you're going to have Isaac Gifford, sophomore, six foot one, two hundred pounds, out of Lincoln, Nebraska. Last year, seven tackles and a pass defended, so not a lot of production there. Next up in the group, and you're going to have to fill another another corner spot, another safety spot. You've got guys like Braxton Clark, 
Jr., six foot four, hundred ninety-five pounds, out of Orlando, Florida. So far in his career, sixteen tackles, one interception, two passes defended, and one fumble recovery, and that's over three seasons. Next up, Tommy Hill, sophomore, six foot two hundred pounds, out of Orlando, Florida. Arizona State transfer last year at Arizona State, tallied nine tackles. So another guy who could start for this Nebraska team. Another transfer. Another interesting piece, um, somewhat unproven. Uh, you also have Deshaun Singleton, sophomore, six foot three, two hundred five pounds, out of Amite, Louisiana. JUCO guy was a three star in the twenty twenty two JUCO class. Number thirty national player, number one safety, and number one junior college player in the state of Louisiana. Then to round out this group, you have Marcus Buford Jr. A guy who, so far in his career, has tallied just three tackles. Noah Pola Gates, six-foot guy, just four tackles in his career. And then finally, Omar Brown, a junior, six-foot-one, 195 pounds, out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. You have an, he's Northern Iowa transfer. Was a 2019 first-team FCS All-American, 2019 AP third-team All-American at the FCS level. 2019 FCS Defensive Freshman of the Year and a 2021 FCS All-American Sophomore Team. So he's somebody who in 29 career games at Northern Illinois had 140 tackles, 13 passes defended, and 8 interceptions. But he's somebody who has not done it at the at the Power 5 level, uh, much less the FBS level. You could see him kind of, especially in this opening game, I don't think he's going to start but I would expect to see him on the field in some capacity. And with him, you have another Northern Iowa transfer from the year before. And, and Chris Kalorovec, uh, senior, six foot one, 225 pounds out of Traverse City, Michigan. Kind of a safety outside linebacker kind of hybrid guy. 144 tackles, nine and a half tackles for a loss, two sacks, and two interceptions at Northern Iowa. Last year in his first season at Nebraska, 27 tackles and a tackle for a loss. So this Nebraska DBs group, um, you you have one returning guy who who has been in Quentin Newsom who is has solid production and, and was a starter last year. Then you have a whole lot of guys who have done it at smaller schools or don't have a lot of production and have not been in starting roles. You got Miles Farmer, who's got some decent production in a in a mostly backup role, but this matchup with can they control Malik Washington? Malik Washington, I think, is is the player that's going to lead this Northwestern receivers group, and then Bryce Kurtz is your breakout player. Can these two guys make some noise against a pretty largely unproven? Uh, Nebraska DBs group. That's what I'm going to have my eye on on the offense. Um, I feel good about the Northwestern offensive line going against the Nebraska D-line. I feel good about the Northwestern DBs group going against the Nebraska receivers. It's just a matter of not letting Trey Palmer break the game with explosive plays. But either way, these three positional matchups are where I think this game can really kind of turn on its head. And that's going to be what I have my eye on. But for Locked On Northwestern, I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on Twitter at CarterBird13 and on Instagram at CarterBird13 as well. 
Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen for anything and everything Northwestern. You can find us wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really wherever. You can also find us on YouTube as we are wrapping up week number two today and tomorrow on YouTube. Uh, And then also, you need to make sure you know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten. So there you have it. That's today's show. Come back tomorrow as we take a look at, you know, some of the uh, spread and over under and those type things for this opener against Nebraska.